0: Welcome to At the Table
1: with Darlene. Thank you for joining us today at The Table with Darlene. We are so glad that you are joining us uh, on whatever day that you're listening. What the beautiful part about uh, having a podcast is people can listen it through the night, in the morning, uh, it's already tomorrow. Uh, in other countries, and uh, so it's just really, really cool.
2: It is. And uh,
1: yeah, so we're just glad that you're out there listening. We thank you for that, and uh, it's been really amazing, Chris, uh, the listeners, and, and how people have begun to listen in so many countries and states and cities. You know, wow, it's amazing. It
0: is. Yeah, we gotta a big audience
1: yes and so we thank you out there and thank you very much for letting someone else know if you've enjoyed any of these podcasts or if you have a favorite tell a friend and ask them to go and tell them which podcast number it is and and hopefully it'll minister to their life well uh, sitting right across the table from me is chris our executive producer and chris we are glad as always that you're here to make things work
0: I'm glad to be here. I've missed you.
1: Well, I've missed you too, and and it's Jessica, been
0: three weeks.
1: It has been. It's been a while since we've sat around the table. Yep. And uh, I, I have missed all of you for sure. And Jessica, thank you for sitting in with us again tonight. You're becoming quite the regular. I know. What I want to say about that yeah. is so funny, because I remember back. Um, mm, Let's just say 75 podcasts ago.
0: 75 <laughs> podcasts uh-huh. ago.
1: <laughs> I remember saying something to you like, Jessica, you should come and be on the podcast sometime. And you were like, there is no way. <laughs> I mean, you were so adamant. No, you were not coming. But look at you, girl.
0: She was adamant many times that she would never do this. I know.
1: But She's don't come you, a long way. But don't you love what God does, though? I was going to say, it's all God. Cause it it's it is. It is, and and you've just been amazing to have uh, on the program, and and your insight, your input is just beautiful, and, and I'm so glad that you're here, that you said yes, well, thank you. along the way, you know, it's something, but but I think what I think the real clink, uh what do you say, clincher? I guess that would be the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The real clincher maybe would have been is when God just kind of shoved you out of your comfort zone, and He did that with Lovely Lily. Yep. Because you began to uh, have your weekly uh, live shows mm-hmm. uh, on video, and so, and now you're a pro.
0: God's not done with her yet.
1: No. He's, He's not He's still finished. pushing. He is. That's what he does with us in our in our lives. She's going
0: to be on stage speaking for you, you know it? I know. I believe that. I really do. She does, too.
3: I believe it, but doesn't mean I like it. <laughs>
0: and, it,
1: and you don't really see the how, and you don't, you know, it, it's because you don't have the full picture.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, you just have a glimpse, and that's terrifying. Uh, But but yet it's exciting because then we know that God's plan is so good, we don't know how we're going to get there. And go What ahead.
0: about you? What did you say no to in the years? Did you ever think that you'd be doing this?
1: No, I didn't think I'd be doing this. I I really didn't. Uh, You know, I tried to look back and I have to really look back because it's a long time ago, but I saw someone just a few weeks ago we went to a convention in in, uh, Texas and I met when I first met this man He was a young evangelist him and his wife his new bride They had been married just a few weeks and they came to my dad's church and preached a revival And I remember that when they left, his wife wrote me a little note. Mm -hmm. And I kept it in in my, I had a jewelry box with a music box, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And I kept it wadded up and put in there for years and years until it it just broke away and faded. Mm -hmm. But he said to me, and and he's an older gentleman now, and he said to me and said to Daryl, he said, I'll never forget when I first met Darlene. He said, My wife and I both knew that the call of God was on her life and there was such a strong anointing on her oh. at nine or ten years old. And and I wept, you know, oh, it just yes. says so Brother Daryl Birch uh from years and years ago remembered that and shared that and so did I know what that looked like today and through life? No. Right. Had no idea, had no clue. Right. And definitely not that I would be doing a podcast. <laughs> that was never in my wheelhouse, you know?
3: Nor was writing a book, right?
1: No. Well, now, I'm not true. I always, I, when I was younger, and I want to apologize to all of you that's having to put up with my voice. I don't know. There's, we practiced a long time yesterday. I voice isn't it bad. D- Yeah, it doesn't sound yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, different. it sounds terrible to me. But anyway... Uh, What was I saying? The book. Oh, the book. yeah, the book. I love to write. As, as a young girl, you know, I always like to just write things down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And young married woman, young in life, I just had all kinds of little books and notes and journals, those kind of things. And and But as life went on, I have to tell you, I began to tear out pages. Really? And I've never said that before. Yeah. But I tore out pages to hide my hurt. Because I didn't want anybody to know that I had written about them. Wow. And this is the first time, this audience and in front of you, that I've ever admitted to that. Wow. Because, um, and today, I don't think anybody can find a journal anymore. Because when I finally wrote the book, I tried to get rid of everything negative that I had written. Mm -hmm. And, um, but also in my writings was, you know, the things that I would hang on to were the little things of of fun, of joy, you know, the pleasures of life that Mm -hmm. I saw. And it's really interesting um, because as a child, my love for God was so real. And I think the reason it was so real was because Well, first of all, because he he really was real to me, Mm -hmm. wasn't someone that I heard about. Right. It was someone I experienced Mm -hmm. at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for my roots, and I thank God that there was that opportunity for that. But I really did get to experience God at a very young age. And so I I think that somewhere in there, in spite of all the fears and all the weeping and all the scared moments of my Mm life— There was something that was implanted, imparted into me Mm -hmm. to never quit. Right. Because I was not willing to give up on my first marriage. I was not willing a lot on the first, on the ministry that I was in. Mm -hmm. I was never willing to just quit. And so uh, somehow God allowed me to have a glass that was half full instead of half empty. Mm -hmm. have no idea how that happened. You
0: are not a quitter. That so, is not a word I would use yeah, for you or and, pastor. And, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and so how that happened, I don't know how he did it. But, you know, in our lives, we don't know the potential that God puts in us and what he sees. Mm-hmm. And did I think that I would be doing a podcast? No. Did you think that you would be doing a live show? No. Maybe you thought you might have a dress shop sometime. but I don't even know that she even thought that. Did you ever want to go into business?
0: When um, we first met, business was not her deal. When I first met Jess, I f- I knew God had big things for Jess the minute I the minute I met her. The, I, maybe the minute that I first actually had the guts to talk to her, I saw her heart. You were chicken. Yeah, I was. was. But um, the whole business thing, something that kind of, I think she's always had it in her. It's right? something that she knew she did.
3: Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I was a radiology tech. That was... Yeah. When I quit, I was actually teaching. Like, I I had moved on from taking x-rays, and I was teaching people how to. Interesting.
2: So,
1: God happens. loves teachers. Yeah, he needs teachers, and he needs teachers that are willing to uh, take the training that they've had and begin to, to teach people around them so many different things. And so, yeah, someday when you stay on stage, stand on stage and you begin to teach the Word of God, or however you teach the Word of God, Mm -hmm. because you are going to teach the Word of God, Uh, all of the teaching and preparations, but even the training that you went for in the field that you thought that's where you were going. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how God uses where we've been to take us to where we need to go. Absolutely,
0: We wouldn't be where we are in business if it wasn't for her. She's the one that um, pushed us to and listened to the Holy Spirit more than I did to get us to the place that we're at and... Because i I was being a Jonah and wasn't enjoying the inside of that whale, but
3: <laughs> the inside of that whale was real nice for a while,
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> but for him anyways, it wasn't for me' Cause I think I've talked about it before on here that
1: we'll talk about it again because oh. who knows who's listening today, Ooh. you know yeah. yeah,
3: so Chris was doing his marketing stuff and um
1: and
0: nursing,
3: yeah, and nursing both and. I had already opened the lovely lily. Like we knew that we wanted to do the screen print shop, um, but Chris just kept putting it off, putting it off, and kept saying, "You know, if I get this much money, we'll do it. Or if I get this much, whatever, we'll open it up." So that's gonna
1: speak to some people.
0: I was procrastinating. I I don't don't even think procrastination is the right word. I was, um, I was uh, pushing God away. I guess ultimately, yeah.
3: So. God opened that door up, and um, we. He said that if that happened, that he would, you know, go ahead and drop nursing and all the other things that was making him be the Jonah. And
1: and that was huge was because huge. he saw that on one side, Chris, you saw that as security and taking mm-hmm. care
0: of your. Oh, we were making a lot family. of money. Yes. We were very comfortable, and I was having yes. fun. I mean, it, you enjoyed yeah. it.
1: Yeah, it was work that you enjoyed. It
0: wasn't a place in life where it was an escape coming to this was not for either of us really it wasn't escape we weren't running from something (laughs) we were we were told to do this and we we gave up things that we liked
3: so i had to keep reminding him that he told me and god both that if that happened if that door opened that he would quit and months i mean months i would pray and ask god to tell chris and then god would tell me to tell him things and finally one day i said i was praying and i said god i'm not doing this anymore if you want him to do what he said he was going to do you're going to have to make it happen because he's not listening to me like we would get in fights about it and i'm like i'm i'm just done there's Mm -hmm. no point in me saying it anymore because he's just not listening and sure enough god closed that door and made it happen but Ooh,
1: it was <laughs> COVID happened COVID and a lot happened. of other things yep. happened. Yep. Right. And
3: he
0: closed all the
3: doors. He closed every Isn't single door.
2: Yeah.
1: He will he will absolutely shut down oh. whatever is necessary in our lives. If we have been asking him, you know, Chris, you've been asked, you were asking God, both of you were asking God for a long time for his will to be done mm-hmm. Oh yeah, in your lives. And you really genuinely wanted that
0: we wanted it but we wanted it to be our own way I think we wanted it to be our
3: own way yeah. there our, you go our yeah. marriage wasn't strong back right. then our no. relationship with god wasn't as strong and even now we aren't making the kind of money that we made back then mm-hmm. but i would change i would never change anything in a heartbeat because our marriage is stronger and my relationship with god is stronger oh So I would never. It's priceless. Yeah. I would never just say I would give up my businesses and go back to what I was doing because it drove a wedge between us working. I I traveled for work, you know, teaching. I would Mm -hmm. go to different states and that was not healthy for our marriage. And him nursing and being gone 12 hours a day and then coming home and feeling like he had to keep up the marketing stuff was wearing on him. And then our marriage suffered and our kids suffered and it just wasn't, it wasn't good. Mm. So now it's like we actually have time to spend with Mm -hmm. our kids and yeah business is hard and all the things and we probably spend way more time at work than we need to (laughs) sometimes but we at least have that ability Mm -hmm. to stop and to like Bryson Mm -hmm. had his Mm -hmm. tenu state baseball tournament this weekend we're able to stop and go to that Mm -hmm. instead of having to try to switch a shift with someone or you know call out of work or you know like so
1: right and you know what there's 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 people that are listening I know they're listening to this podcast And their lives are in similar situations. Mm -hmm. They love God. They have dreams. They have some knowledge of maybe what's ahead. And maybe God's even opened the doors in ways like he had for you guys. But yet, that mm, Jonah Mm -hmm. attitude of, God, I want to, but that I don't want to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And, And... are are really struggling just like you guys have been what would you tell a wife or a husband that was in your situation i love what you said when you finally got to the place where you said god i've tried what would you tell someone if they came to you jessica and they were in that similar situation
3: that's hard because it was months and months of praying for him and talking to him um Man, I don't want to say that I gave up, but I just was like, God, you've got to take it from here. Mm -hmm. You just have to give it to God. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes I think more than anything is God was using that situation for me to listen to him. You know, it wasn't for Chris. It was him putting himself and saying, listen, are you going to listen to me? Are you going to tell him? Because all those little times that I told him when God finally closed the door, Chris was able to look back and say, you know what? This really was God. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah,
0: <laughs> I think it was God in the way that it happened, though, too. And it's one of the things I was studying this morning. And just when you follow God, I think it's it's right before Romans eight twenty eight, where it says God works all things together for the good. But when you're in His will, He adjusts the future for the past. The, the, I don't remember the exact scripture, but it talks about he knows what you're gonna do and that's really what I got from it he knew the direction I was going and he adjusted the future to make it right and to make everything flow the way that it did and I truly think it did and I was resistant because I knew I knew this wasn't the the first business of a rope and I knew it was hard and I knew I knew what we were facing and that's it was just really hard and really um it was hard to face that and Now, I mean looking back it's not a big deal. We've I mean our faith is massively, massively stronger and 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 the the stuff that we're wanting to do now and the dreams that we have now and the plans that we know that God has for us now are huge. I mean and the faith that it's gonna take and it's taking for us to get to what he's telling us to do now we couldn't have touched a year and a half ago.
3: Sorry, sorry. you were muted. Oh. Um that's the crazy thing for me is some people from the outside looking in think well you had everything you had all that money coming in you were comfortable you have and and now it's like we literally have to rely on God for everything you know and and before we just had the means to just go literally blow money on whatever we wanted and now we have to be good stewards of our money and so I think for people like you said that are listening that are going through that it's not always easy because you are comfortable and right now we're not comfortable but we're not hurting we're not our marriage is great you know we're not suffering
0: we don't even have fear anymore no
3: and that's the (laughs) thing like i literally am never fearful of where the money's coming from because i know it's coming from god Mm -hmm. like before i'm like oh well if this person doesn't pay that bill then we don't have that income coming in or if this person you know now i'm like
1: it's interesting how god wants us to really rely on him we mm -hmm. think we're relying on him in life and we are to a certain extent. There's, you know, for different seasons of our life. But I believe when God's getting ready to get us into somewhere, like you said, bigger than what we even had the dream of, you know, at the time mm-hmm. that we're struggling so much. Because God is always wanting to take us into a larger, more expansive place mm-hmm. in life. He really does. That's what he wants for us. And, and but we have, to, we say we trust God. Mm-hmm. But until we are down to nothing and understand that God really is up to something in our life, mm-hmm. and all he wants us to do is really trust him. Mm-hmm. But it comes through, it's almost like going through a very narrow passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that birth canal mm-hmm. of a child being born, mm-hmm. it's that thrust out into the world, mm-hmm. but we have to go through that passage. Mm-hmm and in that passage of that rebirth of something new that god's wanting to do in our life it is painful because all of the things that we were trusting on or god god was using those things mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that god wasn't using those things right. that god was not providing for us because he was mm-hmm.
0: those things can, can completely become an idol at some point yeah. especially they, when god's telling you to do something else it, yeah. it absolutely
1: it absolutely can mm-hmm. and i believe that that Chris, that we've all been guilty of having too many of those in our life, mm-hmm. not intentionally. You know, it's really easy for us to lo- read the Word of God, and we, and we can see or look out in the world where there's so much blatant idols of things of people.
0: Well, at any point you put your trust into something, over yes. it, if if, you're, if I'm trusting in a marketing contract that I had, or if I'm trusting in mm-hmm. this every other paycheck nursing job and I'm not trusting God that's not necessarily a bad thing but it gets to the point when God's saying trust me and I'm not because I have all those other things and at that point it's an idol and I'm worshiping that over God yeah. And that's yeah.
1: or if yeah. that thing goes away mm-hmm. we are so depleted that, mm-hmm. depleted that we don't end defeated Yeah, we just don't we still don't get it mm-hmm. and sometimes you know we've been in situations longer than we wanted to mm-hmm. but during those times God is showing us his faithfulness mm-hmm. And as we begin to walk out of it, it's like you said, when you get to that place where his peace is in such an abundance. Mm -hmm. I just talked with someone that's very dear to me this morning, and I don't want to say too much. Hopefully I'll have him on soon. But uh, they had to face a situation that was really very real to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something that they felt very deeply about and they finally put voice to that. The reaction that they got to that voice wasn't necessarily the answer that they wanted, but through voicing it and getting it out there, by being obedient to God, even though the outcome wasn't what they thought, the peace of God has Mm -hmm. come in. Mm -hmm. And as we were talking earlier today, So those simple yeses to Mm -hmm. God, those Mm -hmm. simple, and they're not simple Mm because they're very hard. We sweat over those yeses sometimes. Mm -hmm. We really do, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's hard because we can't see how we're going to do that. We can't see how we can make that a success Mm -hmm. or we can't see how we can do it since it's not going the way we thought it would. And but it's that act of obedience. Then God begins to open other doors and, and we begin to get excited about his next yes. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't know exactly what it is, we just know that it's going to be good and that God's going to use us. And and so I, I really feel like, wow, the listeners out there, there's a lot of them today that are finding them place, themselves in that place of, you know, I've been praying, I've been trying, and I've been so disappointed and I don't know what to do next and sometimes it's just taking our hands off and we surrender
0: mm-hmm. and I, one of the things God's been showing me lately is that we are trustees to his kingdom yes. and un- understanding what a trustee is is, is a major thing it's a trustee doesn't own anything a trustee doesn't um what a trustee is taking care of doesn't belong to them and that's one of the things that God's been showing me, the things that he's giving me, whether it be my marriage or whether it be my children or whether it be my businesses or whatever, it's, I'm just a trustee mm-hmm. of all those things. And the, and it's, it's the parable of the, um, I think it's, you know, w- when the guy came and gave the talents to each person and one guy buried it and one guy multiplied it and one guy, you know, just set on it and, and w- whatever the, the messages, I can't right. remember it, but I don't want to be that guy that God trusted me with something, whether it be the simple things like my marriage or like my kids or just the basics of my household. And I don't multiply those things because as a trustee, I'm called to multiply that and I'm called to multiply the kingdom. And if I don't, then I'm going to have to answer for that someday. And I do not want to answer for that. And I I most definitely don't want to be the guy that loses or squanders at all. And I really don't want to be the guy that just sits on it and buries it. I would really like to be the guy that multiplies it and multiplies it as far as um, my marriage and making a just a better person and making my kids a better person or making my finance, having my house in order. And um, I think that's truly what we're called to do. And I think a lot of people forgot that whether they're in business or whether they're You know whatever they're doing if they're plumbers or or working at a grocery store or whatever else no matter what you're a trustee to whatever god's given you whether it be big or small or or meaningful or unmeaningful but everything's meaningful so i think that when we have that mindset of that that we are trustees and and when we're when god trusts us with what he gave us then it's going to multiply
1: yeah that is so good it made me think when you were saying that about the scripture and it's in second corinthians uh Chapter five, verse. I don't have my glasses on. Well, I have some in here. I should try that, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, they've been sitting there for. They've like been sitting three there. I never. I know these pink glasses. I never wear them. Uh, uh, Second Corinthians five verse twenty says, "We there are for there Christ ambassador, as though God was making His appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God." but but when you study out the ambassadors it goes along like with trustees The same thing it's the same thing we're representatives we aren't we aren't jesus mm-hmm. we aren't god
0: but we have the authority but
1: we have the authority and we represent and so everything that is about him is what we're supposed to be about
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and yeah when we understand that we are caretakers,
0: and you have the tools, the power, yes. the authority, the the. I mean, an American ambassador to Germany has the full power and the full everything of the American government behind them. Yes, the, uh, they have a salary. Their kids get sent to a, a public, uh, a private school. Absolutely, the land that they're on is protected. They have the military to protect them. Like everything is taken care of, and all they have to do is represent the United
1: States. Absolutely, no matter. It doesn't matter where ambassadors are sent in the world they represent our, our country and the same with when ambassadors come from other countries mm-hmm. uh, it, it's amazing and, and that God would connect that to the Christians to us mm-hmm. to be Christ like we are ambassadors we are representing the, the Lord Jesus Christ and, and when we understand that he doesn't expect us to do what he has already done for us he just expects us to represent him. And then when we know that what we are taking care of really belongs to him, then then it takes the pressure off if we really truly believe that.
0: Yep. His representation of his kingdom.
1: Yes, it's so good, Chris. Uh, if Pastor Darrell was here today, your sidekick, he would love that because uh he preaches on uh the ambassadors almost everywhere every country we've ever been. That's one of the messages that he owns always preaches to encourage, you know, the pastors and leaders Mm -hmm. is that we are Christ ambassadors. And so many times we get all wrapped up in trying to make things work and trying to make things happen when we're representing the kingdom of God and when we understand that and when we really know that. And we, like you said a while ago, you know, we take our hands off, you know, Mm -hmm. it gets to a place. We've prayed, we've prayed, we've cried, we've told other people Mm -hmm. our needs, you know, everything and, and But it's that surrender to God. Mm-hmm. We represent the kingdom of God in everything we do. And I really believe that God is touching homes just like he has you, mm-hmm. your home. Uh, I believe that the Norman home is a representation of the kingdom of God. And, and I believe that other families are being visited by the same spirit of God that you all have been.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's changing lives. It's changing people around to realize that God wants our homes to be prosperous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just caretakers, like you said, Chris. What an awesome thing that is.
0: As a man, too, the home is, that's that's the first step that God gives you. Well, yourself, I believe that we're, we're called to take care of ourselves, and that's maybe the first step. But after that, I mean, our homes is is, is the basic thing that he hands us, and I've been guilty of not taking care of my home mm-hmm. and not having my house in order. Mm-hmm. And that's what God wants. He wants. Sure women too but he wants us to have our houses in order
1: yeah right because you represent the father you represent the care that Mm -hmm. over your family the protection and you know really I mean there are a lot of really good men that have good morals they have you know that don't know Jesus Christ but when you look at our world today I think more and more we can see where we need the spiritual fathers in the home to protect our children because they're going into a world that that the enemy has sent out everything he can
3: yeah pulled out all the stops
1: yes absolutely Mm -hmm. and so uh we're praying for the fathers like chris norman to rise up in homes everywhere and and to make a difference
3: yeah and that's one of the cool things that i've seen in him you know since all this has the businesses have you know come to fruition and all that because he wasn't like that before. I know. You know. I still
0: fail. I'm still not good at it, but at least that's the vision I'm striving for anyway. Listen, I didn't
3: say you're perfect. Yeah. Still I leave your know. shoes by the front door. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> well,
0: it's my kingdom. I'll put my shoes where I want. But
1: Didn't you just say oh, you had
2: to have an order? Oh, oh snap.
1: Uh, order to the kingdom. Yeah. Oh, if when <laughs> pastor listens to this one, we have more, I mean, because he is so neat in so many ways. It's the most wonderful thing. Uh you know when it comes to neatness when it comes to messages he keeps the best files he keeps everything in such order I mean he really is great about that Mm -hmm. and uh he's pretty good you know at house at home he helps me in so many ways but there are just those little quirky things of where you know we've used more he has used more chairs and more interesting you know the hang the, where a shirt goes mm-hmm. and where uh but it's because he's probably going to wear it tomorrow but it, there ends up being three things or four uh-huh. things you know and yep. and so perfection no and he like we all know i'm still learning about doors and drawers <laughs> uh, you know so none of us are have it all perfected that's gonna
0: be your <laughs> next book doors and drawers i know that would
1: be good wouldn't it because there not only in the natural but in the spiritual yes. realm yep. we need to close the doors and the drawers sometimes <laughs> because they need to be left and open. they need to be clean sometimes oh, be, yeah, yeah so
3: you could go on a whole thing yeah. about that. write a whole book about that's it. right did you just we'll like start remind husbands we'll, to put their shoes up though in that book for me
1: oh yeah. yeah thank you and the clothes on the back of the chair yeah, and yeah. Yeah, and hangers on the door. My husband, I will tell this. He's not here to defend himself, <laughs> but you know we've been uh, doing some painting and doing some new flooring mm-hmm. and and just doing some remodeling, which we really needed to do in our house. And and so things have been really chaotic. And mm-hmm. but and so we've rearranged a lot of things. And and um, the funny thing with him is, he, I we all know I love shoes and when I love clothes, <laughs> that's it. But what everybody out there needs to know about Daryl Rhodes is there was one time when he had at least 50 pairs of shoes. Now, he doesn't anymore. I believe He that. got over that.
0: I could be the same way. Oh, could you really? You do really? have 50 oh, yeah.
1: pairs of shoes. Yeah. And clothes and suit, he just gave away like 12 or 14 suits oh, not wow. very long ago. And he doesn't have very many left anymore. But I'm just saying... He hangs stuff on the back of the doors and all when he has to, and I have closets already, so...
3: What you do is you take the closet door off. That's what I did with mine. Mm. Yep, then he can't hang it there. He has to hang it in the closet. That's interesting. Yeah. I just
0: don't... I didn't have a problem. I, mean, I only have, what, 20% of the closet?
1: Just...
3: No, like, you have probably 35% of oh, the closet. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, well... But pastor and I aren't even sharing a closet right now so (laughs) go figure but anyway he's not here to defend himself so I'll let that one go all right but perfection that's how we got there none of us are perfect Mm -hmm. because we all have areas in the natural that we need to work on but also in the spiritual realm we have not arrived and I don't believe as long as we're journeying this journey that we will have it all perfected. But we'll Amen. keep striving yes. toward more perfection because we want more of the kingdom of God. We want to be better ambassadors.
2: Absolutely. We
1: want more and more for people to look at our lives and, and not just the outside, but what they feel when we walk in the room, Amen. what we represent when they need someone to comfort them. And we may not know that we're comforting them when we walk in the room. Right. We may not know that just our kindness, our smile, but they see something. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that those are some of the things that God's just trying to do in all of our life. Mm-hmm. And and for us, we can't change everything, but we can just keep letting God change us. Absolutely. That's right. And that's what it's really all about. And the more and more that we release to him, the more and more he can do in our lives. Yep. And, and so I believe that there's people out there today that, that uh, God's been dealing with your heart. About maybe letting some things go that they just consume your mind. Because when we keep trying to fix things, we are so overwhelmed we can't enjoy what we got. Absolutely. We can't hear what God's saying mm-hmm. because we th- we have it fixed in our mind that it's supposed to be done one way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and uh, we have to be careful when we get to that place because if we can't fix what's around us, we'll begin to judge everybody else. Oh, yeah. And we'll begin to think that they are the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the enemy loves to do that because then he takes the focus off of mm-hmm. ourselves. Yep. And, and that is one of the tricks that he really does. And, mm-hmm. and, and then we begin to, everything begins to fall apart.
2: Yep.
1: And, and so and we just really encourage the audience today to just press into God. You know, more and more, uh, a lot of our table talks have been in the last year. We've really talked about the presence of God a lot. We've talked about the hunger of God, pressing into God, leaning into mm-hmm. Him, hearing what He's saying. And and I'm so proud of you, you two, and all of those out there that, that are taking the time to get into the Word of God, mm-hmm. taking the time to pray. And, me, you know, when I text you kids and I ask you to pray, i know you're going to pray oh yeah and back here the same because Mm -hmm. i know you do that don't you love those people in your life that you know they will pray Mm -hmm. oh yeah and i believe that god has got such a large group of people i heard something so exciting on the message i live i listen to the message radio Mm -hmm. series all Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. and i was listening on my way to the bank earlier Mm -hmm. and uh i heard the announcer say that dolly pardon gets up every morning at 3 a.m to pray she has done that for years and and i said you just don't know across this land and around the world the people that god calls out to pray all Mm -hmm. the time and it's just a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. and uh anyway isn't god amazing yes and uh I'm so glad that our listeners have been here out here today and listening and Jessica and and Chris, thank you so much for this time at the table and sharing some of your story. Yeah, I I don't know what God's gonna do with all of us next. I don't know what is the next book, what is uh what is the next stage? Yeah. I don't know. And you may think in out there You may think, I'll never write a book or I'll never stand on a stage. You don't know what book you might write. And it may not even be in pages. It may be somehow someone else is going to write a book about you. You never know Mm -hmm. what God's going to do. You don't know your life should be an open book to people around you. You may not put it on printed pages. But still, and you may never stand on a platform as we see a platform. But God will give you a platform yep. if you're willing to surrender and allow Him to do whatever He wants to do. Yep. Jessica, would you like to pray for all of those today that are listening? Sure. And pray that God will just minister to them.
2: Yep.
1: Thank you, Father.
3: Dear God, we just come before you, and we just thank you for everyone here on the table and for those listening, Lord. Um, we know that you have plans and that you've already spoken into existence, Lord, those plans. And we just pray for everyone to have the faith that they need. Um, to maybe take that next step or just to simply say yes to you, Lord. Um, We just thank you for all that you're doing in all of our lives and for the blessings that you've given to us. And we just pray that you um, speak to someone this week that's listening and that they just come to um, fulfill what you have called them to do, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, amen.
1: amen. Amen. Until the next time, At the Table with Darlene. May the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts. Thank
0: you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darleneroads.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.